This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. We return once again to the subject of the signs of Christ's coming. Those signs, we are told by Christ himself, are labor pains. When a woman first goes into labor, her contractions are usually farther apart with a lot of pressure but little pain. So also with the signs of Christ's coming. Jesus himself teaches us this when in Matthew 24, verse 6, after listing a couple of those signs that lead to his coming, he explains, See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. When we see these signs, we need not be troubled that Christ's coming is at hand. Jesus says the end of the world is not yet. Then he states in verse 8, these are the beginning of birth pains. So there are certain signs that indicate Christ is coming, but these signs reveal that the coming of Christ and the end of the world are not yet right in hand. In fact, the initial signs we consider have been around for a long, long time, even before the birth of Christ. These signs we consider first. Jesus spoke of these to his disciples in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 8. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Now, listed here for us are the signs of apostasy in the church, wars and threats of wars in the nations, and famines and earthquakes in the creation. So already here, Jesus lays out for us broadly where we must look for the signs of his coming. We must keep our eyes open to what is happening in the nations of this world and in society about us. There are certain developments in the governments of this world, as well as in the trends of society, in culture, and in the world and life view of this world. And Jesus calls us to keep a sharp eye on what is going on about us in this wicked world. That first of all. Secondly, we must watch for developments within the church world at large. We must remain doctrinally sharp, because there will be many who will arise who deny Christ in what they teach and preach and the way that they live in the church. Also, we must take note of the spread of the gospel through this world. When the preaching of the gospel is heard throughout the world, Christ will come. And then finally, we watch for signs in creation itself, 
that indicate Christ comes again. God's judgments upon this world of sin will be carried out through the creation. These, then, are the signs we must watch in these three areas in general, in the nations, in the church, and in creation. Now, let's take a closer look at what Jesus teaches us concerning these three signs in their early stages. Already in the early history of the church in the New Testament, we read in Scripture of those who turned away from the church of Jesus Christ to follow after lies. The early church was warned of heretics and false teachers or prophets in nearly every epistle of the New Testament. For example, John writes in 1 John 4 verse 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Neither were these groups or factions of people always small. Some of the doctrinal controversies of the church throughout the New Testament era resulted in large splits in the church. Many, however, broke away from the truth of God's word in order to follow after their own error. John writes once again, They went out from us because they were not of us. This is why Christ warns us, Many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and deceive many. This has happened throughout the history of the church. But this sign has been but a beginning of sorrows. As with every labor, pain, contractions become more frequent and harder as time goes on. The same is true with this sign. As time goes on, this sign will become more frequent. That is, Apostasy will abound in the church. It will become harder. There will be a general falling away from the truth in the church world as a whole. The apostate churches and denominations will then join hands to promote the humanistic world and life view of this wicked world. We must beware and watch this sign as it develops in these last days. The same is true with wars and threats of wars. Wars are not anything new. Even in the Old Testament history, we read of the rise and fall of empires by means of wars that were fought. In the days since Christ's ascension into heaven, this sign has remained sure. God has created enmity between the nations and peoples and races of this world. As long as sin continues... That hatred will reveal itself in war and in unrest in society. It cannot be otherwise. Such is the very nature of sin itself. But, as with contractions, this sign too will increase in frequency and in intensity. These are evident in the world wars that have destroyed the peace of many. There's always tension between the nations. There may be a United Nations councils set up to solve the differences, but the nations are still always eyeing one another with suspicion and envy. As time goes on, wars and unrest in society will increase too. Then, finally, there are the desolations that take place in this world. 
There are famines on the one extreme and floods on the other. There are earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, all of which affect the earth and its inhabitants. Jesus tells us that all of these signs are indications of his second coming. But, again, these are the beginning of labor pains, he says. They have been around for a long time. Question is, how can these function as a sign that Christ is coming again? Well, in the first place, they teach us that this present earth that lies under the curse of sin cannot last. This is why the whole creation, Scripture tells us, groans in pain waiting for the coming of Jesus Christ and the ushering in of a new heavens and a new earth. This present creation is getting old. It awaits the final redemption of our bodies in the final resurrection. As this world gets older, these natural catastrophes will become more frequent. We will hear of them more and more, and they will increase in intensity. This is not to say that an earthquake will be more powerful necessarily than one that was, has taken place in the past, although this could very well be true too. But such natural disasters will affect more and more people in the human race. Their impact on mankind will be disastrous. We can use an as an example the pandemic our world has experienced as of late. We can expect to see more and more of this. Diseases that will afflict the world as a whole, since this world, it seems, has become a smaller place in which to live. The point is, these initial signs are but the beginning of things to come. And Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. The end is not yet, but be warned, Jesus comes, and his reward is with him. The church, the nations, society around us, the very creation reminds us of this. As these things increase in frequency and in strength, and they already are, we must be prepared for the coming of our Savior at the end of time. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.